This is a HeadGum Podcast. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm-mm-mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. In January of 2002, just a few short months after the 9-11 attacks incited a rally-round-the-flag effect that pushed President George W. Bush's approval rating north of 90%, W's administration nearly came to an abrupt and permanent end. Not because of a terrorist strike, but rather because of a pretzel. While chomping on a pretzel in private, the president choked on the snack food, lost consciousness, and fell to the floor, giving him a nasty bruise below his eye, before being found and revived by the Secret Service. Mentions of the pretzel have been documented as early as the 7th century CE, the distinct shape claimed to be a monk's depiction of arms folded in prayer. Other theories have a more practical reasoning for the form factor. It makes it easy to hang on hooks in bakeries. The pretzel's omnipresence in the U.S. can be directly traced to Pennsylvania Dutch country, which, despite its name, is not Dutch at all. It's an archaic pronunciation of Pennsylvania Deutsch, meaning German. Named for the first wave of Germanic immigration to America in the 18th century, the Pennsylvania Dutch imported ample amounts of German culture, including a distinct dialect of the language still spoken today. And these transatlantic krauts also brought over the knotted savory pastry popularized in Bavaria, the brezel, or pretzel. Pretzels became closely identified with the state of Pennsylvania as German-American descendants iterated on the snack by inventing the snack-sized hard pretzel, as well as the Philadelphia S-shaped soft varietal. And so it was Pennsylvania where, in 1988, Anne F. Byler opened her eponymous pretzelry as a farmer's market stall in the city of Downingtown. By 1992, the year W's presidential father George H.W. Bush would lose re-election to horndog hick Bill Clinton, the single stand had exploded into over 100 retail locations. Today, there are over 1,500 franchises worldwide, often located in shopping centers and ballparks. As for W., he spends his retirement oil painting and palling around with fellow telegenic monster Ellen DeGeneres, the pretzel standing alongside a ducked pair of shoes as near misses from the Reaper. This week on Doughboys, Auntie Anne's. Welcome to Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants. I'm Nick Weiger, along with my co-host, the Tomorrow Wario, the Spoon Man, Mike Mitchell. Wow. Wags, is that- Because of your movie. I know, that's fun. Is it because the movie's coming out, you're going to roast me with Tomorrow War stuff? We'll see. We'll see how many different ways, uh, how many different spins people can have on this. Uh, there's There's not necessarily a lot of options there in terms of puns. That might be it, you're saying. That might be it. It might be Tomorrow Wario. Alan Jewell sent that in, roastspoonman at gmail.com. Ooh, any relation to Richard Jewell, I wonder? <laughs> um, it's spelled differently, but I'm still mm. going to say yes. Wow. They're twin brothers. Wow. Yeah. That's a huge relation. That's like as close as you can get. Yeah, he still gets recognized. They think it's him. And he's like, no, I'm not the guy. And they're like, you're a piece of shit. And it's like, no, you have... I'm I'm not the guy, and also the guy was innocent. The that guy was the was whole innocent. thing. Yeah. yeah. 
It's tough. Tough life. Yeah, yeah poor poor Richard Jewell. <laughs> I know. They found all like I and and I actually never got around to seeing the movie, which everyone said was great, but I never mm-hmm. I didn't get around to seeing it. But uh I'm fascinated by the story. We've talked about this on the show before, but one of the things that happened is yeah. When they, they like investigated his home, this dude was a fucking, he was like a hero. He like saved people's lives. And then they were just yeah. like, wait, this guy was some glory, uh, this glory hound who like staged the whole thing. And so they searched his home and they found he like lived with his mom like you and had mm-hmm. a gigantic collection of pornography. Like me. Pro- pro- yeah, like you. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so it was like on the news that they like hauled out like big cardboard boxes of this dude's porno. Like how humiliating, man! A 1990, what was that? 1994. It was the 96. Oh, it, was it was 96. the Atlanta Games, it was the Olympics. Think, so 96. Yeah, yeah. I should have, I should have known that. Um, yeah, 90, 96. Um, I guess porn was still like, uh, you know, like it was still. People were like grossed out by the fact that he had a big box of porn. I, I, yeah, there, there was more of a stigma. There was more of a how dare you. Yeah, imagine yeah. if you died, what they'd find in your place, Jesus. Oh no! All this Not shit's died, but this shit's wired to explode. <laughs> as soon as my heart stops, <laughs> Jesus. And Natalie knows about this. No, uh, she's she she'll find out from this. <laughs> all right, how the hell to Spoon Nation? Ugh, I don't like doing that in front of our guest. <laughs> and here is a little drop. I, I will say I like a smooth peanut butter. I've messed around with chunkies. Chunkies are fine, but I, I like a smooth hey, peanut butter. I'm gonna how's go. This, Wax? How's this? Smooth peanut butter. It's really good. It's really, smooth really good. Peanut butter. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh that drop, Wags. Greetings to whoever whoever screens these. I was listening to the latest double and noticed the perfect opportunity for my inaugural drop. Props to Mr. Slice for staying in the same key and tempo the whole time. It was fun jamming with you. Anyways, hope you enjoy the, my sub 30 second drop. Happy eating. See ya, Joe. Thanks, well done, Joe. Joe. Well played. We played two drops. Our our guest is getting attacked by a, a furry beast. Yeah. Oh, no. It seems like she's upset. He, he, he paws at me. Like, oh. he makes... He makes intense eye contact and then starts pawing with. Oh no! Wow. He, he wants something. We're very codependent. Our guest today from Twenty Four and her special "Live from the Pandemic," which is available on Vimeo. Her new film, "The Tomorrow War," with Mike Mitchell, is streaming July second on Amazon Prime. Wow. Marilyn Rice Gub. Hey, Marilyn. Thanks for coming back. Hi. So happy to be back. Happy to have you. What an exciting month leading up. What we call here the Tomorrow War Month. Weiger, you have an issue with that, correct? I just think if we're going to call it the Tomorrow War Month, happy to have guests on, happy to promote your movie, of course. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that Amazon should give us a little dough. Give us a year of free prime it, or something. It's a national holiday. It's, <laughs> so it's just a federal thing. You don't... <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I, I don't know. I, I don't mean to get into this right away, but I don't know yes. who you think you are. Yeah. Just demanding funds from Amazon. Yeah. When this is a this is a movement, the tomorrow right. war is something that will be on our calendars. So you better. Why? How dare you bully poor Amazon? Look, I'm <laughs> yeah, like they just have money to give out. <laughs> what, what about when you return something and they're like, 
No worries. Don't return it. <laughs> that happened to my mom. Yeah. Today, yeah. she got some insoles, uh, and she, they just said, keep them. Here's, here it is. Keep them. And then you just feel like, oh, are they just, they're not worth anything? Because I really wanted these insoles. Tell your mom <laughs> I said hi. First, I certainly will. She'll be thrilled to hear that. Um, my mom and sister are both big fa- fans of yours. We hung out in Atlanta a little bit. Uh, and uh, it was a, it was a, it was a blast when, uh, when really family was nice. visiting. Yeah, it was really cool. But also you were, you, you and I had a, we had quite the bond down there. We were together all the time, I guess. You oh my say. gosh. We, I mean, what you see in the movie is real. Mm-hmm. Okay. Teaser for tomorrow more or month. No, mm-hmm. but we really like every van ride. And the mm-hmm. best part was, why did it end up being just you and I? I think like everyone else was like, like, uh, well, for, for one thing, like there were younger actors who were like the, well, I can't get into the plot of it too much, but there were, there were some younger actors who weren't there while we mm-hmm. were there and they stayed at the oh, hotel, right. but they didn't overlap with us. And then a lot of people were local and then some people were there for like, Sam like was staying six, somewhere else. Yeah. And then our group was like, yeah, locals. So it was you and I. Mm-hmm. That was so fun. That was like some serious bonding because I, every van ride was just you and I and the driver, and we would just like let it rip, just like yeah. vent, vent about everything. Uh huh. Wow. And then when we got back, huh? there was always like the cocktail hour. Mm-hmm. Where we, after- we, we, yeah, we would we would let off some steam then too. It was great. After we had just gotten beat up on the streets of Atlanta. <laughs> so the two of you are staying in the same hotel. You're put up there for the production, and then you're being mm-hmm. in va- you're in van rides to and from the set, and you're working these 12-hour arduous days, toting heavy machinery, uh, wearing wardrobe. We were in soldiers. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say this, Mary Lynn. We were we were at the Lowe's hotel, and then you uh, you 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 hit you got like a relation like a like a good friendship going with uh. the. The with the with that guy there at the, the concierge, that the, guy, the, the concierge, Jonathan, the con- Jonathan, the concierge. Wow. And and I, I was like, oh, she's she's so nice to this guy. And then then I went to your you're like, come check out my room, basically. <laughs> and he put you in like a, the the king suite one day. And I was like, wow. that's what being a nice per that that's what it will do for you. You're a nice person. You'll get put in a giant suite. And then he started giving me nice rooms just because I was friends with you. Jonathan ruled. I love Jonathan. One of those guys, I'm going to do shout out and talk about Jonathan for a minute. Mm. He is one of those people that's like perfect for his job because he mm. loves the like being the connective tissue. He loves like the excitement of the guest. You know what I mean? Whereas yeah, other people right. wouldn't even notice. He clocks yeah. everything. He's like, oh, so-and-so is on that production. And he takes everything up a notch. That's what you want in customer service. He writes little notes. He wrote notes. They were great. It was great. I mean, it was. And for me, a lot of people like who were staying like super long term, like there for six months, they got like, like an apartment or something or like. A, yeah, they like got a, like a microwave and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, oh, did and you get a, did you get a, ref- I got a fridge. I got a fridge and a mic. Eventually I asked, I asked for one. Jonathan yeah. hooked it up, of course. But yeah. people, people who were staying there, like they didn't stay at the hotel. They went and stayed somewhere else. Right. But I got to tell you, it was like Home Alone 2 for me. Living in a fucking hotel was fantastic. I loved it. Was it was great. Me too. How, how, you get to live in a hotel? How, how, like, how often do you get to do that in your life? It's fun. Right. And I would imagine, and it's especially now, it's, you know, because it wasn't that long ago. Well, we were 2019. Is that when you guys were in production? Yeah, it feels like yeah. a long time ago. 
but but the idea of just like st- an extended stay or like any stay in a hotel, mm-hmm. it was just a thing that just got, kind of got taken off our radar completely over the past year. I mean, are you Mary Lynn? Are you a hotel fan? You like li- you do you like just a when you're traveling? You like staying in hotels? You more are Airbnbs more your speed? I I don't know Airbnbs. I only know hotels. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, I'm a hotel guy. I did an Airbnb recently. It in in town because I moved, so I had an Airbnb in the interim of like selling one house and going into another house. But as far mm. as travel, I just am not. I've never delved into it. Um, I'm scared. Don't you get like not as advertised places all the time, Marilyn? It's I very feel like that's funny. Us a few times, yeah. It's funny you say that. No, we've never had. Look, I went to Brooklyn. I just went. I got back yesterday. I went for a mm-hmm. day. I drove to. Brooklyn, New York, uh, with a bunch of Quincy guys. We were going to do a, wow. a a pizza tour of of Brooklyn. We left around eight a.m. Just drove down. That sounds like you were just going to start fights. We just did a, a big car full of Quincy guys going up to New York to start trouble. Fight some fight some Nets fans. We were in Celtics jerseys. Um, <laughs> Where'd you find Nets fans? Well, yeah, we didn't find anyone. It was we so. <laughs> So we just fought each other, um, <laughs> but um, we 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 drove we drove down to we drove down to Brooklyn. Uh, you know what? I saw Neil and Fran. Wow! And and Kyle Mooney and Kate. I saw some. I saw some friends, and and uh, it was it was, uh, it, was a, it was a good time. Um, but uh, I, I asked Fran. I said, "Who was your favorite Quincy friend?" And uh. She said the one that looked like a pit bull. She said the one that looked like a pit bull got to be a human for a night. Was her response? Was oh her my favorite? Gosh. Was her favorite? Did you determine who that was? No, and I said that could be any one. <laughs> that could be any one of us. I think. I think she meant that in that it could have been any one of us. Right. Um. But that's uh, a great description. That I mean, it, it, really it was is. it. it it's true. Um, we went down there, Wags. We mm-hmm. were supposed to have an Airbnb in Williamsburg. Joey O sets it up. He pays for it. We get a message, a new street address with a code. And Joey O thinks, well, I guess this is like where you get the key. So we went over to this other place. I go in because he was driving. I go in, put the code in. I go inside. It's just a big, empty apartment. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? There were keys on the table. So I grabbed the keys and I said, I, it was a big empty place. I don't, it was weird. We drove to the address that they given that like the Airbnb was at. It's a residential home. There's kids playing soccer in the front yard. Uh, like, a, like, I mean, it's Brooklyn, but like, it, they're, they're like in the front, like little area, there are kids playing soccer. And I was like, what, what the fuck is this? It turned out the other place where we grabbed the keys was where we were supposed to be staying, but it wasn't the same address. They had sent oh, us the weird. address. We went in there. The floor was sticky. It felt like it felt like you had been in there previously. Right. The floor was sticky. Wow. <laughs> the, uh, it was it was a fucking it was a hellhole. Like down in the basement, <clears throat> one of the guys was like, "I'm just gonna shower real quick." He showered. A le- uh, it started to leak in the basement, and like this couch that was it was just like beneath the leak was like soaked in water, and it had already been soaked in water. It was like stained with water. Bugs started to crawl out of the leak. It was insane. Oh my God, it was what a fucking nightmare. Insane. So we called Come Airbnb. On. We called Airbnb, and we were like, "We got a different address. This is like crazy." And they were like, "All right," and they refunded us, and we went and stayed at a hotel. So there you go. That happened just a, a two days ago. Wow. Hmm. 
What a nightmare. A, a switcheroo, Wags. We got we got yeah. fucking we got switcherooed. Bugs Bugs came out of the leak. It's terrifying. It sounds bi- it's like a biblical plague. Didn't you have a trailer when we were on location? Back yes. Showbiz talk with a, with bugs. <laughs> Mary Lynn, this is a hundred percent true. This I had I had a I had a trailer that was filled. I mean, he'd be instantly worked up by it. I knew it. I had a trailer that was filled with stink bugs, which, <laughs> oh by the God. way, you're not supposed to. And so, I, like, I I got into the trailer, mm-hmm. and. I'm not, I don't complain. I'm not a complainy guy to the people. I don't care. Well, to you. Okay. <laughs> on set, I'm night. I just want I just right. want to keep working again. I never care about anything. I get in there and there was like 20 stink bugs in my trailer. Like like a number and just, you know, it was a, it was a small trailer, a tiny little hallway and it was just like 20 stink bugs translation six stink bugs <laughs> <laughs> i took a video there is a there is an old video of all the stink bugs wow. in there i believe you and you and i and, and you couldn't here's the thing with stink bugs you can't crush them because they stink that's the yeah. whole point of stink bugs you can't yeah. you can't and so i went out maryland knows this the, the like uh i went out and told the person who was like the third who she called herself like the third AD Marilyn, you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> yes. And I told her and she could not care less. I was like, I have like 20 stink bugs in my room. I just don't know what to do. Really. I like, I, I like, it's, it's like, it's a, uh, it's gross. And I don't, I don't know what to do. And she was like, Oh, and I was like, Oh, what the fuck? Well, she was I, the same wow. person that just got a puppy midway through the, yeah, through the shoot, which is perfect for her job where you <laughs> are in charge of like logistics and being right. areas with, with people, different people, just bring a puppy into that. Why? Because when you have to take care of other people, you just bring a puppy. A, a puppy you. is is a perfect. That's a. It's perfect for that equation where you weird have to, hours. You know, middle of the night, weird temperatures. Where you have to constantly keep an eye on a thing. All the time, you have to work yeah, right. to get water to where you're at. Bring a puppy. Bring a puppy. <laughs> <laughs> Wags, you know what? Yes. We're, we're bringing you in on that van talk we were talking about. This is the van talk. I love talk. it. I feel like a Hollywood insider. Yeah. Do you, Mitch, do you have, uh, like, did you resolve the stink bud bug incident? Like, what happened? Yeah, it turned out that they, the stink bugs actually fell off me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you were like their host? Yeah, it was one of those situations where, <laughs> okay. like, someone from production came and shook me a bunch and all the stink bugs just <laughs> fell off. Oh, no. <laughs> They oh, thought no. you were the queen, probably. <laughs> so. No, one of our producers, Samantha, who we know, friend yeah. of the show, she uh, she uh, she let me stay in her trailer, which was fucking nice. Samantha's great. Put my legs up, I relaxed, fell asleep. Wow, awesome. They never they never called on me. <laughs> they didn't need my help. They realized that they probably shouldn't have hired me at all. It was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so they've. Uh, I'm curious. I want to. I want to talk a little bit about everything reopening because we're finally mm-hmm. in the phase in this podcast where the world is starting to return to some sort of normalcy, and obviously that impacts how we eat. Uh, Barry Lynn, are you like? Is there anything you're excited to re-experience? Have your Have your dining habits changed for good? I mean, what, like, what is your approach to the 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 uh, the light at the end of the tunnel? Oh boy! Well, just yesterday, mm-hmm. I get the same thing. At my diner, I just moved a few months ago and I found my mm-hmm. nearby like breakfast place. I would go pick it up. And the other day I thought, well, I'm going to go sit down and have breakfast and I couldn't do it. 
And then wow. I pictured sitting in there and I was like, ugh, I'm just going to bring it back home. I don't want to wow. be around people. I don't want to be around people. You're vaxxed at this point, right? Yeah. I just didn't feel like being around people. That's yeah. where I'm at. Mm. The pandemic has stuck on me. I don't, yeah. I don't yeah. care to leave anymore. I get it. I made myself go to the grocery store this morning. Mm -hmm. But I was like in a, I was just like, oh, I could Instacart so I don't have to walk in there. And I walked in there. Um, wow. Yeah. I, I, I totally get what you're saying in terms of dining because I had an experience where I, I mean like yesterday because I'm, I'm finally fully vaxxed and uh, as of last week. And so, and yesterday I, I found myself at a, well, it, it pertains to this week's chain, but I, I got myself a little lunch at a CPK and they they went to seat me indoors, and I was just like, I, I can I please sit on the patio? Like I just I wouldn't I would have left if they'd made me sit indoors. Wow. I just couldn't bring oh. bring myself to do it. Just because I'm so like, I, it's it's partly yes being around people, but partly just I'm conditioned from 15 months of I need to have phys I can't be in an indoor space without a mask. That I just would I don't I'm not comfortable yet. Maybe I will be in a month or so, but I don't know. Mitch, have you done any dining indoors? I will say that I'm sure that. The people dining indoors at CPK were relieved than when you went on the on the patio too. <laughs> they don't want the fucking. We don't want this fucking guy in here. Um, I, I, <laughs> we both have stink bugs. Um, <laughs> I I uh, have I eaten. In, I mean, I just went to. I was. In, you know what? I w I went into a couple bars in New York, so I did sit down, but I didn't sit down and and eat anywhere right. but i wasn't indoors and was taking my mask down to to drink and stuff like that so i so i kind of had that experience and yeah it is it, it is nerve-wracking for sure i don't think i've had like a full-on dinner though since or like a like a sit-down meal not that i can think of i've been indoor i've been indoors though like with with people around and it's crazy it's crazy to just even be indoors again is the move to just go all the way and just be like, let's just go get like, let's just go like sit at a sushi bar or like a mm -hmm. Benihana or like go get like Ethiopian food that you eat communally with your hands. Like being so, I mean, that's just, just, just fucking jump in with both feet into the deep end and just sort of like, okay, this is, this is, we're going to normalize this again. We're going to get used to, because this is, the science says it's okay. I did. Yeah. I, I will say that. Frailbot got a gyro late night in mm -hmm. New York City, and it was a chicken and lamb gyro. And this is like you know three a.m. and we we all were like gathered around and we were like handing it to each other and just taking bites. So that is wow. like a that was like a big. I mean, it was with five other Quincy guys, and we we you know we we're we're vac we're vaccinated, and right. we also we shared a spumoni too. So. But we were like eating the like taking big bites of a gyro and handing it mm -hmm. off. It was, I mean, would be gross, gross yeah. outside of a pandemic. But we, but it was, I was, it was, it was fantastic. <laughs> it was so good. It was very, very we, good. You and I, very early on in the podcast, when we'd get meals yeah. together, we sort we realized that we were both comfortable just sharing food, and yeah. so we would routinely get like, "Hey, we'll, we'll, we're at Red Robin. Let's get a bacon cheeseburger to try it, and we'll each just eat the same bacon cheeseburger." Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and we just like literally we're sharing bites, we're yeah. swapping spit. You know, like we're and we I, and I, hey, I don't. Yeah. I, at that point, I even knew what what had been in your mouth, so it was not. Okay. It was, oh no! There's no need for this. <laughs> 
<laughs> so like like okay, you hit up a diner. Like what is what is your diner order? What are you eating there? Are you a breakfast person? What am I eating at my diner? Yeah. I'm so glad you asked. I didn't think we were going to go back there. I'd love to tell you. I get the same thing every time, which is <laughs> eggs, onions, and locks. Because if ooh, I'm going to order breakfast, ooh. I'm going to freaking go for it. Mm -hmm, and it yeah. also means I'm hungry. A lot of times right. I'll be like, oh, I didn't really eat dinner the night before. I wake up starving. I'm going to do it. I'm going to get a full breakfast. Um, it comes with the bread, which for a while I was getting rye toast. Now I've stepped it up and gotten the chocolate muffin. Wow. As wow. My choice. That's good. That's and intense. And then as my side, instead of hash browns, I get a potato pancake oh, yeah. with a side of uh, applesauce and sour cream. Wow. Fantastic. Oh, what a delight. I had one of those just the other day, too, in New York City. So you eat the locks and the onion together. Is that what happens? Or do you eat it with the eggs? Is it all mixed? No, in? it's all scrambled. Wow. So it's not really locks. It's like it's cooked and the wow. onions are cooked. So it's, yeah, that's your scramble. That's and you fantastic. put a little, uh, you know, tapatio. Mm -hmm. Oh, hell yeah. That's a little, just a touch of tapatio will, is perfect. I, yeah. I haven't had tapatio. I, why? I, it's, it's been so long since I've, it's been seven months since I've had any LA food. I'm 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 do over here. Do they not have Quincy. tapatio in the East Coast? No, they have it here. I'm just saying that they I don't. Know. I'm eating boring. That's uh, not boring. I love the food here too, but just different. A different different type right. of food. Not using not using as much hot sauce. Um, Maryland, I got to say, we ate pretty well just in general uh, down yeah. there in Atlanta. We had, we had a we had we, we ate we ate we ate great. It was it was we would have some dinners with me you. And Samantha and yeah. Sam and Jen D'Angelo and we we it was we that. had a lot of reward dinners and cocktails. Yeah. Yeah. There was a mm. lot of like we deserve this. Mm -hmm. We're gonna yeah. explore. And I'm trying to think of uh, the, the, the for for my birthday we went and got some pizza. Wags, you you were at that one. I actually. was there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I wasn't there. Oh, you weren't. Oh, that's right. You went back. You you went back that weekend. You went back to L.A. that weekend. But uh, we went to a great seafood restaurant down there that had great rolls, which I now can't remember the name oh, of it. Oh, yeah. I remember yeah. that. The lobster rolls. I don't remember the name of the restaurant. Yeah. We I like that sort of daytime upscale diner fried chicken place that was within walking mm. distance of our hotel. It was City Kitchen or something? Yes. Yeah. That, yeah. That was great. That was. That Biscuits, was, cornbread. That was just. I think that was just. A, I think that was just you and I on our one of our days off, where we yeah, where where we didn't have anything to do. And I don't know. I don't remember how the food was on set, but I can't remember it. So it means that it wasn't terrible. I guess right. If you can't if you can't remember, it means it probably wasn't bad. So, and just to be a, the movie tra the industry translator again, on set there's a thing called craft services, <laughs> which is where there'll be a bunch of snacks that the cast and crew can have. I can't. Hollywood should take advantage of this in some way, as you, the Hollywood translator. I finally found my role in the industry. <laughs> you can give tours to people, let them know what's happening. It would be great. Oh yeah, maybe on a tram. Should I just get a job at Universal Studios? Is <laughs> I think that you what we're should. Learning? <laughs> I think you should. I think you'd be great. I think you'd be the great a great tram tour guide. Hey, speaking of jobs in the movie business, Mary Lynn, I read, we discussed your Denny's job previously, but you also worked at the Beverly Center Movie Theater. Is that correct? Yes. Let's talk wow. about it. Wow. Uh, the year I, I can, I can only remember one movie that was out. Mm -hmm. And I guess it was the original Dumb and Dumber. Wow. wow. 
<laughs> That's a great and movie. Very funny movie. I worked minimum wage at the, uh, of course, at the movie theater. When I interviewed, I was so shell-shocked. I don't know. And it's just my personality of like socially, but it's not even that. It's because I know what I'm, what job I'm trying to get. And I just, something goes dead in me. So I'm not talking to him. I'm just trying to get through it. Right. Like mm -hmm. the interview process, when they start talking, I just, I can't hear or see. I'm just like, Oh, like, let's just get on with getting me the job. And so through the interview process, <laughs> I was deemed not good enough for con concession stand. Wow. Like I, so I, uh. I was the ticket taker. Wow. And then I would have to wow. go and sweep up in the movie theater. And I remember there was a song by the laws and the end of dumb and dumber. You go way too fast. One of these days you're going to crash. Yeah. Shut wow. your mouth. Wow. So I would, because every time you would go in and see the same part of the credits rolling or whatever and clean up the floor. This isn't my proudest moment. I'll admit it on the Doughboys. Maybe you see where this is going. Yeah, I ate from a half-eaten <laughs> bag of M&M's. <laughs> right. What are you going to do? Yeah. When your I option mean... is to eat in the mall and you're spending two hours worth of work Mm -hmm. wages on your meal what are you gonna do you're gonna eat from a half-eaten bag of peanut m&ms and uh done you know meal, what meal accomplished lunch done this is kind of embarrassing but this relates to new york too i uh i also ate myself a half i found a bag of half-eaten m&ms <laughs> <laughs> where just on the street in new york no, oh, you did boy. not. <laughs> I did not, but I, I am with you in that I would take advantage of any food in the theater. Um, there was it was funny because I worked at the movie theater with Micus, and there was a weird guy who like would serve popcorn, and then he was like, "Any popcorn that falls on the counter, you get to eat." And we were both like, <laughs> oh, "All right, <laughs> fucking freak." <laughs> and so, so I didn't do any of that. But it, and whenever you know, like a, if someone left a bag of M and M's, are you not going to take the bag of M and M's or something? Yeah. Come on. Thank you, thank you for validating. Yeah, I get that. Of course. Oh, by, by the way, Shawshank Redemption came out around the same time. We got okay. Stargate, Pulp Fiction, Macaulay Culkin, oh, wow. and, Macaulay Culkin, and Page Master. Uh, Definitely, Pulp Fiction was not playing there. I would have remembered that. We got Gump too. Gump, Gump was a uh, Gump. Gump was out in '94. What a year for movies! A great year for movies. I think that year had Hoop Dreams too, which is one of my favorite movies ever. Wow. Yeah. I'll yes. say one more thing about the Beverly Center movie theater. Those uh, screens were small. Mm -hmm. Have you guys been to that type yes. of theater where it's like, it's like what's the point of even having a movie theater when you're going to have? Uh, I didn't. I never understood that to like yeah. pack more theaters in there. Yeah, or, there was the multiplex era when they were doing that. There was a there was a a in my hometown there was the Regency Eight, which was a theater which they built. They just had it, they didn't have a lot of it, like the the square footage now is a Coles. It's like not that big. It's not that much space, and they just packed in eight small movie theaters in there, and it was just yeah. a quantity over quality thing. They could just get more movies playing. But yet, to your point, at the Beverly Center Theater is where I saw The Departed. Not a great cinematic experience because it no. was like an eighty inch screen. Yeah. Yeah. You know where I saw Departed Wags? 
Grauman Man's Chinese Theater. Wow. Wow. In the main theater on my birthday. The ultimate fucking movie experience. Wow. It was a great time. You fucked up. Uh, The Los Feliz 3 has small, but it's almost like kind of the charm of it. It has the small uh, screens too. Different vibe. But um, Marilyn, I'll make you feel better in that. At my theater, the ticket takers were the people that they actually trusted, and I never got to be a ticket taker. I was a concession guy or a a concession guy or a sweeper where you would like go and like clean up all the theaters. And uh, I've I've said it in here before, but American Pie 2, I think American Pie 2 came out the year I was Mm -hmm. there. And like you were saying, I've said this before on the podcast, but Legally Blonde came out the summer I was there, and I remembered the song perfect day playing because it played over and over and over again and it's crazy that you have that same experience of just something that gets fucking just like burnt into your brain yeah because you just fucking see it and hear it so many fucking times something i don't want to remember in my no. head but it just is there so yeah. and was getting paid like the 575 too i think it was maybe yeah. like 625 or something at that point you need you need to eat M and M's if that's you need to take any M and M's you can if you make five dollars an hour. It's insane. Yeah, what Mary Lynn mentioned earlier about like doing that count because I you know, I remember that from from low wage jobs I had of like doing the calculation of if I get Jack in the box this is this is the hour I worked before like uh, like I just I'm paying for my meal with the hour I worked up to my lunch break <laughs> and just how fucking gutting that is yeah. and that's a reality for a lot of, of people which fucking sucks. God, what a bummer. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Sorry to bum everyone out. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) On that note, uh, we'll we'll, we'll take a break. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, great. Great segue, Wags. Piece of shit. (laughs) What do you call this in Hollywood? Uh, This is an an uh (laughs) uh-oh. Hollywood uh uh-oh? Yeah. It's an oopsie. (laughs) We'll be back with more Doughboys. Spoonman, I've always struggled with finding time to manage my finances. At the end of a busy week podcasting, the last thing I want to do is spend time budgeting all of my expenses or tracking down customer service teams to cancel old subscriptions I no longer use. But now I use Rocket Money and it does all of that for me. That's right, Wags. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses. I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, Rocket Money can help me cancel it with a few taps. I love how the dashboard shows me this month's spending compared to last month so I can clearly see my spending habits. Plus, they'll help me create a custom budget and keep my spending on track. Rocket Money will even try to negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. Wow. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll deal with customer service for you, Wags. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Bye-bye, Doughboys Double. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash doughboys. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, Mitch, I got something I really need to get off my chest. Let's hear it, Wags. What's up? I've been having problems. Oh, no. 
Well, why? Is it we, we all carry around stressors, big and small. It's true, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively, like my problems. Well, therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Wags, what's on your chest? Let's see. Problems, issues, difficulties, struggles, the whole lot. Well, how do you feel getting them off your chest? I feel a lot better. Well, Wags, you know what? It makes sense because anytime I use therapy, I feel better. Mm. It's like going to the gym yes. before your mind. You That's get right. the gunk out. You feel better. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself, and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Wags, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Doughboys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Doughboys. Welcome back to Doughboys. We are here with our guest, Mary Lynn Ricegub, reviewing this week's chain, Anti-Ans. Mitch, yeah. this far into the podcast, 300 plus episodes, we still have not reviewed Anti-Ans pretzel. How did this slip through the, the cracks? Mary Lynn, you're on a, a brand new restaurant review. This is number one. This is Auntie Anne's number one. I yes. mean, I like uh, I t- it, it took you about 10 seconds after I said that t- for you to realize that it should be some sort of honor, which it isn't in any way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I. Um... <laughs> you get it was 10 seconds of a blank stare and then a big smile of, uh, oh, this is. <laughs> This shit, this is a good thing. I'm amazed that it's been around for as long as mm. it has. Yeah. The been, chain uh, or yes. the podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Both. No, the chain. I got a new I got news for you. Mm-hmm. I had an Auntie Anne. Did you really? Aunt Anne, yeah. My Aunt Anne. She wow. lived she was she passed away just recently. Uh oh, R.I.P. That's sad. Taking taking it back down. We went into the break sad. We're going to come out of yeah. the break sad. My Auntie Anne has passed away. Um, uh, but uh, but I yeah, I had an Aunt Anne growing up. She was very like uh, strict and kind of religious. So, mm-hmm. you know, right. I loved her. I did love her. She was she was a nice lady. But like, you know, when you go over to a house and like the furniture is covered in plastic and you're like, this sucks. So you're afraid I'm going to. Well, that might have. Yeah. Are you going to say that? Uh, Dwiger thinks that she put the the plastic on the furniture for another reason. Yeah. I knew it might have just been for you. I was yeah a preemptive measure. You're saying that good. Get a fucking jack off onto the furniture or something or. Uh, oh, okay. Thank you for spelling that <laughs> out for me. <laughs> or spill barbecue it. sauce. I mean, I don't know where his head was at, but it was it was, it was most likely jacking off. Right, because that guys do that. Guys jack off. Guys do that. Yeah, guys. guys and they like off. to talk about it. They're like, "Oh, I jack off." Anyway, about jacking off. I mean, I. We mark our territory. It's a thing. So, but uh, but by the way, that was basically you being a fly on the wall in Mitch's uh car full of Quincy friends. That was their condo on the road trip. <laughs> yeah. I'll do it right now. Um, here, Mary Lynn. Oh, no. uh, that was on the car ride. That I didn't. That wasn't in person. Now, Mary Lynn. Save it say- for Chris Pratt's appearance on Doughboys. <laughs> <laughs> Don't waste it on me. These gems. 
jizz gems. <laughs> Marilyn, Richie, Richie, Rich, Legends of the Fall, uh, Street Fighter movie. Uh, any of these? Richie, Rich. I, I, Legends I, of the Fall, respect. But Richie yeah. Rich, come on. Trapped in Paradise, um, IQ, the movie IQ. Any of these? Tammy and some stinkers. Tammy and the T Rex. I know. I'm trying. I mean, I'm going Ooh. down the list. They're getting worse. Yeah. None of those. Hmm. I remember Street Legends Fighter is, of the Fall. Street Fighter. Yeah. Street Fighter is unwatchable. It's a pretty bad movie. Legends of the Fall is all right. There's a long-haired Brad Pitt. Very hunky. Yes, that's very right. hunky Pitt. Man, so many movies just in the month of December, 1994. Just a, a million. It's wild. Uh, anyways. None of those. None of those ring a bell. I failed. I was. I failed. No, you. I wasn't. Uh, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Auntie Anne's motto: Pretzel Perfect, founded by Anne F. Beeler and her husband Jonas in 1988 in Downington, Pennsylvania. I don't know if it's Downington or Downingtown, uh, but uh, there is there was an Anne behind the brand Auntie Anne's. Founded in 1988, owned by Focus Brands Thank now. God. Focus Brands, yes. Thank God there was an actual Auntie Anne. Well, it's like we learned that Wetzel's Pretzels. There's an actual guy named Wetzel. Yeah, like it's so. It, it seems like a made-up name, but his name mm-hmm. was actually Wetzel, and he got into the pretzels business maybe because of that. Uh, yeah. Same case with Auntie Anne's. Auntie Anne's owned by Focus Brands, and Focus Brands owns the following: Carvel, Cinnabon, Jamba Juice, Schlotzky's, and how about this? Focus How about features. this as a point of connection? Focus Brands owns Moe's Southwest Grill, which is the chain we reviewed Whoa. with Mary Lynn in Hotlanta. No. Yes. Mary Lynn, you like Focus. The, 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 the Focus Brands is... Uh, like the Focus Brands. I've been you, to many a Jamba Juice. Oh, wow. Focus what Brands. Were the other ones? Can you run them through them again? Yes, uh, Auntie Anne's, Carvel, Cinnabon, Jamba Juice, Schlotzky's, and Moe's Southwest Grill. Okay, Schlotzky's yeah. we have in Michigan, where I'm from. Mm-hmm. I don't think they have those in California, or they're tucked away. Yeah, I haven't seen them. I've been to a Schlotzky's, I think, maybe in Arizona. I've been to it on a road mm-hmm. trip before. I like Schlotzky's. I don't think I've ever had Carvel. Uh, Carvel's all right. Get nothing against Carvel. I feel like I see Carvel in the freezer section more, right? Like, uh, oh, really? Yeah, there are parlors, but not a, not as many as it's not like a Baskin Robbins or even a Cold Stone. I don't think. Mm. Yeah, and that's an East Coast thing as well, Carvel. I, I, I um, I've I seen them out here, but I I actually don't know. We've never covered Carvel, Mitch. That's another one we've never covered before. Wow. Maybe we stay in the maybe we stay in the Focus family. Bring Mary Lynn back. We do a Carvel debut. Wow. How about that? Okay. Now, now, now we're getting some, we're getting some heat now. This is exciting. <laughs> we can't be stopped. This is a called momentum. It's called electricity. It's called momentum. And I feel it. <laughs> Mary Lynn, uh, being from, uh, uh, being from the Midwest, are pretzels a big thing out there? Is that something you had a lot of growing up? Oh my gosh, you just, I got had a recovered memory when you said that. We used to have, Wow. this must be from the 70s. I might have to do a Googling. There was a place called Hot Sam's in the mall. Hot and Sam's. when you went to the mall, you would get a Hot Sam. And it was a pretzel and you would have it with mustard. And uh, it was a big deal. 
Wow. wow. I forgot about Hot Sam's. Wags bringing out our name. Recovered memory. I love it. Very yeah, st- it's usually uh, not great when that happens on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have, I have a fond memory of Hot Sam's. It was, wow. you know, probably I would got my ears pierced and then went to go get a Hot Sam reward. That's that's badass. Yeah, that sounds a, cool uh, as hell. You know, a, a Madonna lace fingerless glove and then mm. rewarded with a Hot Sam's. It's cool as shit. Yeah, this is well. This is this is Auntie Auntie Anne's is a very mall centric. I mean, I had to go to a mall today, Wags. I went me to the, too. I went to the Braintree, the South Shore Plaza in Braintree, um, where uh, they're going to shoot an upcoming Ryan Ryan Reynolds Will Smith uh, Will Smith Ryan Reynolds Will Ferrell movie mm. uh, in, in in the next few months uh, at the at the South Shore Plaza, which I auditioned for and I didn't get the part, but it would have been right here in in uh, in at the South Shore Plaza, uh, and this this wow. aunt, this Auntie Anne's resides in that plaza and has been there for a very, very long time. Like, uh, ever since they redid it, like, like I'm thinking like probably early nineties when it came in. And for me, I wouldn't go to the mall to get my ears pierced, but I would go and like want to buy a lava lamp and not be able to, mm-hmm. and maybe get like a, a Cartman t-shirt from uh dappies or something. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> Is it cool? Wags? Yeah, I think it's cool. This 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 Auntie Anne's took place of a a, a Brigham's that was there. Wags there 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 was a, mm. a Brigham's that was there, and then Brigham's, you know, started to shut down and go out of business. But it was it took I think it took the same spot. Um, my I haven't been in malls in a, that like that is the other thing is yeah. we tr- we've tried to stay away from malls during the pandemic, and now we're vaccinated, and you know I guess you can go back to them. But I'm shocked by how many people are were just in the mall. There were so many yeah. people still in the mall. So uh, this is an indoor mall because I, I went to an, an I went mall. to a mall, but it was an outdoor shopping center, and yeah. it, it you know so it, it's a it's a very different feel. But yeah, it, it, that that's kind of uh, it, it, I, it is a, it is a weird feeling. I'm sure it was uh, also. You know what else was was I, I brought up that whole thing about Ryan Reynolds and Will Smith filming that movie there because Paul Blart parts of Paul Blart were shot at the South Shore Plaza. Wow, how about that? Isn't that fascinating? I'm so this is uh, this is years ago. I had a what's the opposite of a, a recovered memory? Because that's what we'll, this this <laughs> this episode. I think I auditioned for Paul Blart. Wow, wow. South Shore Plaza's they should cast you, turning us down left and right. It's fucked up. Uh, I I had a meeting with a so this is a like like ten years ago when Paul Blart was out was out was just out. I had a like a what they a general meeting. In Ho- oh, so if, if you're not in Hollywood, this is basically you just go and you sit down, and you have a conversation with someone to get some FaceTime, and it mm-hmm. usually doesn't lead to anything. And you never so, talk to them. You again. never talk. You to never them talk again. to them again. This is this, this is how it goes. Is they they're like, hey, I'm a really big fan of yours. You're great, and then you never hear anything from them ever again. You just yeah. they're gone forever. You never you they never help you or anything. You just but you but you waste a day, so it's good. Yes. Yeah. It's purpose. just it's just basically keep some assistants employed to arrange these things, um, which is fine. So I went and and I had a meeting with the Paul Blart Production Company. Mm-hmm. The guy was very yes. nice, and he was basically like, and I actually kind of liked his philosophy because he was like, "Here's what we do with movies. Here, we start with the title and work backwards." Ooh. So we had the title Mall Cop, and like, what is Mall Cop? 
Let's figure it out. And then we ended up that it's Paul Blart Ball Cop, and the movie was a hit. And I'm like, you know what? That's fine. Sure, why not? That works as well as anything. Start with the title. If I watched Paul Blart and you're like, how do you think they made this movie? I'd be like, they probably thought of a title and then worked from there. (laughs) (laughs) That's definitely a marketing thing that I didn't know after all these years. I think that's a common um, way of thinking because I had a brief conversation with somebody. I did this Kevin Hart movie called Night School. Mm. Oh, yeah. And uh, the woman I talked to, don't remember where she was from or her name because I'm cool like that. Um, (laughs) But she told me that that she said it in more words. She didn't and she wasn't she didn't say we pre-titled things, but she said it's you have to come up with a big concept like that that will grab people's attention and mean something in the title alone. Mm. Mm -hmm. Right. Night, Night school. You get what that is. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids is yeah. like the, my favorite mm-hmm. example. Oh, mm-hmm. I get exactly what that is. Yeah. I'm that's on board a, that's immediately. That's an amazing one. Yeah. What about, uh, you You could come up with, we could come up with a few of these right now. How about, <laughs> how about what about Shark Fest? That's a movie I'd want to see. <laughs> yeah, I'd see Shark Fest. Shark Fest sounds fun. You got any wags? All right, here's one. Yeah. Uh, how about um, Bear Fest? Poodle Wrangler. There you go. These are all hit animal movies. Here we go. And then we merge their right, universes. We covered it. Uh, hit animal movies. What do we got next? We covered the animal <laughs> movies. Let's move on to. All right, uh, I, I, I got one, Maryland. Pie Fest. <laughs> Another fest. I like it. I like it. Cake Town. <laughs> Lonely Pines. I'm switching genres. You have, oh, you have, there we I'm, go. You, I'm going you, into like a horror, emotional horror. I like that genre. I like that a lot. Yeah. Um, I got Sleepy. one. I got. I got one. Sleepy. Oh no, that, that is a movie. Sleepy Hollow is a movie. Um, I got one. Lo- you said Lost Pines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lost Pie. <laughs> <laughs> What that that also at the same time should make us all feel bad about Hollywood that that's the way that a lot of these movies are made up. Right, they think of a good sentence, and yeah, then I guess uh, so. that's that's terrible. And you liked that, why? Because that worked on you. I'm just like, you know what? This guy knows he's unapologetic about exactly what he's doing, and mm. I kind of appreciate it on that level. Just like like this is calculated to be a financial success, and this is this is our process for doing it. I'm just like, yeah, like, like, at least you know at least you know what you're up to. Well, Wags, what you just said there is probably a lot of how I feel about the other options at Auntie Anne's outside of like two things. Wow, what a segue. Nice. So look, that Auntie Anne's one in there, that's the one I knew. I knew Auntie Anne's before I knew Wetzel's. I didn't know Wetzel's. I had maybe heard of Wetzel's, like maybe I like heard Jay Leno be like, Wetzel's pretzels or something on on the on oh, no. the tonight show. <laughs> Hey, you hear about this Wetzel's pretzels? And I was a child watching it. Come on, Jay. Come on. (laughs) That's right, Kevin. Wetzel's pretzels. And I probably was wrong, Jay. At home, (laughs) I was at home uh, laughing it up, slapping my knee, enjoying the fact that Wetzel's pretzels was like a tagline, but I, but I, but or sorry, a punchline. 
And uh, but I, but I didn't uh, I I didn't really know Wetzel's. And Auntie Anne's went into the mall there, and that's kind of like the first thing I know. Of course, I knew pretzels. Why? Sure. Of, you're at Fenway or Foxborough or whatever. You get a big pretzel. Your dad likes the spicy mustard, and you're like, "Ooh, it's a little too spicy for me. I'm just a boy, father. I'm just a boy. The spicy mustard's too spicy." And he's like, "This will make you a man. Eat some. <laughs> Eat some." Just squeezing it into my mouth, the, the bottle of spicy mustard. <laughs> um, but but uh, I, I I liked pretzels. I I kind of I've said this to you before, Wags. I like hot, warm pretzels more. Yes, more than I like the the, the just snacking pretzels. Unless one hundred percent, of course, the better. You know what my mom said today? I brought these What's back, that? and she said I don't really like hot pretzels, which I whoa. And I said, that's Shocking. it. I'm fucking going back to L.A. this week. <laughs> uh, hey, Mitch, wasn't there some sort of a restaurant that we all went to where they served warm pretzels? That No, that that was that pretzel bread. It was that warm. Pre- oh. It was that warm pretzely bread, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. But, and they served it with they did serve it with cheese sauce. Oh, oh, that's right. No, you're right. There was a different restaurant we went to with a big. Big ass pretzel, right? With a yeah. with, with cheese dipping sauce. Oh, damn it! What was it? A lot of pretzel eating on that. Well, there yeah. was there was a bread that was warm and had like salt on it and was kind of like a pretzel yes. bread. Yes. But then also, I think we had a big ass pretzel at one point. Yeah, I'm not sure. Maybe okay, maybe anyway. maybe Pratt maybe Chris Pratt made it for us. That's my guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but uh, as a as a boy, like I liked pretzels, but then. There'd be a lot of salt on them. So I like kind of yes. like a plain pretzel. Right. I, I like like the plain, plain pretzel with not a lot of salt on it. And then Auntie Anne's I liked a lot because to me they're they were more buttery. Like when that when when that opened up and I and a lot of the times you were just getting pretzels at at sporting events. That's kind of where you would get them. And then and I don't live in Philadelphia, so I wasn't, you know, I wasn't I I I wasn't getting pretzels left and right. You can get them on the street in Boston, I guess, but like usually near Fenway or whatever, right, Emma? I don't. I feel like it's not like you can get a pretzel in the middle of the street in downtown Boston, like you could in New York or I know Philadelphia has a few areas. Big the big, ones that you get from the street or a sporting event always had like kind of a cardboardy, like that was sort of the charm. I remember getting those that yeah. t- taste bad, but then you relish in the fact that they're kind of dry and mm. bad. And you yeah. have to like you have to dip it in in mustard just to swallow it and have like a drink with it. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I, I even remember that from the movie theater. I remember getting movie theater pretzels. Them similarly, like never being fresh, but yeah, it's a yeah. good good mustard delivery system. Although these days <laughs> at the at the Staples Center in LA, there is there's just a straight up Wetzel's there. That's how you get mm-hmm. your pretzels um, at a ballpark these days. Wags, well, I remember we sold. We sold pretzels at the movie theater I worked at, Pretzel Bites. Wow. Two stories I remember about this. One, a woman got an order of bonbons and asked for a side of cheese dipping sauce that comes with the pretzels. And, I, and she got Chaos. nothing else, and I had no idea what the fuck it was. I, didn't, I just gave her what she wanted and let her be on her way. Another thing, this guy, Dan Rakowskis, who went to our high school, he was our boss, basically. He was the same age, but he was our boss. He threw a pe- he threw a pretzel piece at Micus through the delivery window. Micus uh-huh. dodged it, fucking nailed a customer right between the eyes. 
Wow. <laughs> then Rakowskis had to come out and apologize to the customer. It was very funny. Uh, Micah's pulled a W when the shoe was throw- was coming at him. He pulled a W. Micah's pulled a W. Wow. Um, but I, 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 I like pretzels. When I went down to Philadelphia as a boy, we went to Amish country. Mm-hmm. We made pretzels. It was a fun time. I, I, I like pretzels, but the buttery Auntie Anne's pretzels, were that was to me was like, a fun revelation of like, ooh, I like buttery. Not as salty, a little more buttery. You can dip it in cheese. You know, like I remember yes. like the first time I was like, oh, you dip it in cheese. You because forever for me, like a pretzel was usually just with mustard. If you went to if you went to Fenway Park in the 80s, they were giving you mustard. You know what I mean? You weren't you weren't getting fucking pretzels and cheese. You were getting yep. yes. yellow mustard. Your yellow mustard. Yellow mustard yeah. or, or or that spicy brown mustard, which was too spicy for mm. me as a boy. So that, all right. <laughs> <laughs> it was too spicy. And then spicy. your dad's like, "This will make you a man," and makes you eat it. Yeah, and then your dad yeah. was like, "Corner like, in my mouth." Yeah. We- <laughs> and so that was a revelation. Let's do that again in six minutes. <laughs> <laughs> that was a revelation to me. But then also the cinnamon and sugar pretzel, which I'm sure everyone here yes. agrees that the cinnamon and sugar does. I remember, uh, like, th- this makes me feel like. That makes me feel older in the way that I was like, like a dessert pretzel. Like that's kind of like the first time I like saw a cinnamon sugar pretzel. I was like, oh, like a dessert pretzel, which seemed crazy to me. I think it's a relatively recent novelty. I don't think they always had that. I think pretzels were savory and and salty mm -hmm. for the longest time. I I will say that that what you talked about, these being buttery. Yeah. So I'm usually a Wetzel's man. There are more Wetzel's out here, although I've had I've dabbled in Auntie Anne's for sure. But going to this this Auntie Anne's experience, I went to the Century City Mall. Uh, it's a shared space with a Cinnabon, which is also owned by Focus Brands, and they they have a jalapeno pretzel on the menu, which I wanted uh, because I'm something of a heat seeker. You know, I like spicy foods, but it wasn't ready. And even though they offered to make one it was like clearly going to be a hassle for them. So I was like, I don't, you know, I'll just take a regular pretzel. You got it. It's hot and fresh. I got the original pretzel with the hot salsa cheese dip. What a uh, saint. Which is, yeah. <laughs> I'm a hero. Um, a and, true uh, <laughs> hero, not ordering the jalapeno pretzel. It would seem like it was going to be a pain in the ass, and I didn't want to make their day any harder. You know what uh, happened? You, you, if, if my dad mm-hmm. was there, he's like, jalapeno pretzel makes you a man. He'd, then he'd get some spicy mustard shoved in your mouth. Squirt, squirt it down your throat. <laughs> Oh, come on, Jay. That's wrong. <laughs> Kevin's there. <laughs> so the so I, I will say what I really liked about this original pretzel, which I thought was great. And, you know, honestly, I'll tip my hand right now. I think their original pretzels is better than Wetzel's original pretzel. It's wow. a great original pretzel. Really? I, I, yeah, I loved how buttery it was. Nice and mm. buttery, a, a good amount of salt. And that hot, hot salsa cheese dip, you know, I wish it was actually temperature hot. It was more sort of room temp. Yeah. I wish they'd warmed it up a little bit, but still a good dipping sauce. And I was eating this thing and I was like, this is great. This is a perfect mall treat. Well, Wags, here's my thought. Where This is where I'll yeah. connect what I said with that segue that you like so much. Mall Cop. That's a movie. Mm, yeah. Pepperoni pizza pretzel. That's a, that's a snack. Yes. I think it's the same sort of shit that they're just like, Sour cream and onion pretzel. Let's do mm. like they were just they're just sure. tr- some of these. So I I agree with you that I I I've always been in the camp of Auntie Anne's over Wetzel's. But should should I just get into what I got? Should I just should Please I just do. go for it? Yeah, I got like normal. I got a shit ton. Um, I got myself. I'll go over the savory pretzels first. I got myself an original pretzel wags with that it has the butter and a little bit of uh salt on it, but not too much salt. 
Mm-hmm. I got the pepperoni pretzel. And that's it for for and then oh sorry, I roasted garlic in uh in parmesan pretzel. And so Oh, and a sour cream and onion pretzel. So I got four, so that's that's the four. I got a lot of stuff like I said. Um I'll start off with the roasted garlic and parmesan pretzel and the sour cream and onion pretzel. Both of them are just the pretzels buttered up and then they pour like a just a, like a like a, a powdery topping on top of them that's just contained in, and it's just they're not good. The the powder the powder mm. is very strong. It's just not worth it's not worth getting. Neither of them. The sour cream and onion like didn't have a lot of taste to it to me. And and then the roasted garlic and parmesan was like had a ton of it was like that powdery topping on it was extremely strong and just not right very very pleasant. So both of those were just losers to me. I did not I did not like either of them. I didn't really dip either in the sauce. Maybe I should have maybe that would have helped if all the flavors melded together, but it but it was not my favorite. The original pretzel, I had a good time with it. The original pretzel is yeah. fun. It's a nice pretzel. You dip it in the different in the different dip, dip, dipping sauces. Wags, I did I did an assorted dip set, which and I got the uh, I got marinara sauce. I got honey mustard. I got the two sweet sauces, which is do you have them in front of you? There's a yeah. So I br- I brought up the uh, wait hold on I'm in the pretzel section. Let me go to the dips. Uh, the sweet sauces are the there's a light cream cheese dip. A rich, delicious cream cheese and wow. uh, a sweet glaze dip. I got the sweet glaze dip. Um, what? What are you eating with the cream cheese dip? You, that's like that is for like the savory. They're like uh, that. That's supposed to be like you could dip your cinnamon and sugar one in there. I guess it's it's uh-huh. it's kind of close to the the sweet the sweet. You're pushing it with that. Yes, I concur. It's close to the sweet glaze dip, and then also I'll say the caramel dip wags was good. There's a little caramel dipper. Um, and then I, I got the cheese, I got honey mustard and then marinara and then cheese and then the spicy cheese sauce. Um, the original pretzel I was dipping around, I had a blast with it. That was one of my favorite pretzels. Yeah. Dipping around should be the slogan. <laughs> around, Auntie Anne's dipping around. I, I mean, it, yeah. it, it, it was the, the, the regular pretzel tasted good. My mom and I both enjoyed it. Yes. And then I got the pepperoni pretzel, which has pepperoni pepperoni pieces on it and like cheese. And you're supposed to dip that in the marinara. I got this one. I wasn't gonna get it because I, but because I got the assorted dip set, I got I got the pepperoni pretzel as well. And I gotta tell you, I thought it was gonna suck, and it was actually pretty yeah. good. It wasn't bad. Mm. My mom and I were both like, "This is like better than it should be," and I didn't want to get it all. Like I think it sucks. Like the right. idea of it sucks. I don't like it. But the taste of it wasn't too bad. But there were a couple pretzels that still beat that out. Um, I got the cinnamon and sugar pretzel nuggets. And well, let's let's uh, let's let's real quick let's uh, let's loop Mary Lynn in here because yes, I want to yes, hear yes. what you got from a, from a, from a pretzel standpoint, starting with the savory side. Well, going back to just your when I was getting jealous when you described the different because my place did not offer. Jalapeno did not wow. offer pepperoni. Oh, wow. Did wow. not offer roasted garlic. Did wow. not offer uh, sour cream and onion. Wow, man! And I, for some reason, the full pretzel was dead to me. I could only see the pretzel bites. Like that seemed mm. like the only mm-hmm. appealing, viable thing to me. And uh, I was gonna get all the pretzel bites, and I said to the guy. 
it's weird because like he's coming at it from like this is what I do, and I was like the wide eyes of a child. I'm like, <laughs> can I get like I'm staring at the window, and I'm like, can I get a combo with all the flavors? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> and so we're talking, and then I go, okay, like I want all of them, and he goes, we don't do samples. And then I must have been giving him a dirty look because I was like, no. I want to get all the flavors. And then he was like, I misunderstood when right. you said combo. I thought you wanted like a drink and all that. And so I was sort of single-minded of what I wanted and we weren't understanding each other at all. We were not on the same page. So that was unfortunate. And then when I ordered, I made a, a mistake. I panicked. I only got two kinds. Mm -hmm. I did not get the plain or the salted. I did not have a lot of options. I got a uh, freaking hot dog bite pretzels. Yeah. Uh, this is exciting. And it comes in a cup like this big, and that's the only size you can get. It doesn't come in a little bag. It comes in a large, like a, I would say bigger than a Starbucks grande cup. Mm -hmm. overflowing with hot dog pretzels. And then they put that cup in a bag. And then my other choice, I know I'm supposed to hit on the savory, but I only got two. The other one I got was the cinnamon and sugar, which was also an overflowing cup. Yeah. And then again, I was in a bit of a panic and I didn't feel like I had a lot of options. So I ordered the cheese sauce. Um, mm. and that was it. Just the regular cheese sauce? Regular cheese sauce. But I feel like I kind of did it off because really in my heart, I would like to have gotten plain mm -hmm. right. and tried a bunch of sauces because I think that a way, and, and you guys sort of touched upon it is like, there's a, there's a purity to the plain pretzel, especially yeah. when done right. Um, but in the way that you were saying the pepperoni was surprisingly good. Same thing with the hot dog. Like I was kind of pissed off mm. cause I was like, what are we, what are we doing here? You know, this yeah. is like, <laughs> You see that, don't people have that, like, frozen, those things for, like, appetizers? Yeah, yeah. And then the hot dog was a full-on exact flavor. It was like an Oscar Mayer hot yeah. dog. Yeah, mm. But when I bit into that, it was like, this is so good. Wow. It's so good. I, I don't want it. it to be. And then it had like the brown, but I it did slip out, which was not cool. Mm -hmm. Like the yeah, like the hot dog slipped out of the bread as <laughs> I was taking a bite. <laughs> I probably it probably should have been done in one bite, but you know I'm a lady, so I wanted to do like two three bites. Right. What you what, what, what you were saying happened to you, and what actually happened to you is something that I would say happened to me on accident. No one would believe it if I was like. I ordered and I accidentally ended up with hot dogs. People were like, yeah, right. <laughs> and then I got like scared because I'm like, Ugh. they were haunting me because I ate them in the car on the way home. Mm -hmm. I never opened the dipping sauce because I was eating them while they were warm. And I could mm -hmm. not, of course, the cinnamon sugar one, it's delicious. It's ridiculous. It, it, those are Those are the prime example of anything dipped into any... Uh, um, I feel like I've had the sour cream one years ago where they try to like make crazy flavors and you're just like, stop, like, don't, don't yep. put a flavored powder on it. Like why? But the cinnamon and sugar is amazing. It feels like you should be having it with coffee. And I sort of yep. alternated on the way home in the car. And yeah. then by the time I got home, 
they were on my counter and I kept like, I would be doing other stuff and I kept going back to them. And I was mm-hmm. like, ugh, I disgust myself. And then I threw them all in the trash. Yep. I, I had to do the, the same thing. I had to cut myself <laughs> off because I got the, 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 to go into my sweet side, I got into the cinnamon sugar pretzel nuggets, the same one you're talking about. Uh, and I got the sweet glaze dip, which was way too sweet. Wow. That was, that was just like dipping that in that. It was, it was, it was too much. It was excessive. That's wild. Um, to, mm. to dip it into a sauce after it already has the powder on it. It's already so sweet. And they, you know, like they were like, do you want to add a sauce? And I was like, oh, which sauce would you get? And they offered you get the sweet glaze dip, uh, the the cream cheese one, the caramel that Mitch mentioned, or we could go to Cinnabon and get you some Cinnabon frosting because they were adjacent to Cinnabon, which I was like, that's insane. I can't believe that they're they're going to do that. So I I just opted for the sweet glaze dip. And yeah, like after. Did they recognize you? Did they realize what you were doing? (laughs) (laughs) I think they just saw that I was. I think they just saw that a a, a big fat guy, and were like, "We want to make him go away." So, like, <laughs> just appease him. I wish him. that my cashier had understood. I wish yeah. there was a way that I could have telegraphed, like, "I'm trying to taste everything on your menu." Yeah. You yes. know? And you won't let me. This system that you have going on, like, <laughs> no, I don't want a combo. I want to try everything. Can you mm. make it happen for me? You know. And then I, yeah, I should have asked to talk to the manager. <laughs> <laughs> the combos aren't great because the combos come with just a soft drink when they should come with a lemonade because the lemonade's the whole thing they have there. Like you can pay extra to upgrade to a lemonade, but it's just uh, I, I don't know. They should have a they should have a lemonade co- lemonade combo there. That's that's my oh, one that's note. That's their special drink. Is the that's their big that's their drink. Um, but I will say that the sweet glaze dip was way too sweet, just cloyingly sweet. It was just like you know, it was just it was just liquid sugar, and it was it, it was too much. And then the but the cinnamon sugar pretzel nuggets were delightful. And I mm-hmm. yeah, I had to cut myself off. I had to do the exact same move, r- crumple up the bag, and then throw yeah. the bag into a mall yeah. trash can so I didn't eat any more of them. Mitch, you also got some cinnamon sugar pretzel uh, in some form. I did. Yes, I got the cinnamon sugar pretzel uh, pretzel nuggets. Which mm-hmm. I wanted to get nuggets in some form, but I was sad to get the, the nuggets for the cinnamon and sugar because I like the cinnamon and sugar pretzel. I know, but I was like, let's just try the nuggets, and the nuggets were good. They were great. They maybe would have been my favorite if not for for something that I'll say coming up. Um, oh boy! So I'll go. I'll go over sweet, and then I'll. So I got. So so all my, all my sweet stuff, and then there's uh, two more things that are savory, but they're different from the other savory. So. I got a lot of stuff. So cinnamon sugar pretzel nuggets. I got those. I was dipping them in the in that sweet glaze and the caramel. I like the caramel way more. That was uh, my favorite of the sweet dipping sauces. And then uh, I also got, um, oh, actually for for sweet stuff, it was I got a frozen lemonade mixer, a strawberry. I'm I'm sorry, a peach frozen lemonade mixer, which is their special one for the summer. And I gotta tell you, that was good. Both, Fuck. both of both of the drinks I got were very sweet, yeah. but but the peach one was the better one. And then I got a, a strawberry lemonade mixer, so that's not frozen. So the peach one was frozen. The strawberry one was just lemonade. Both good. The strawberry one is just so so sweet. It, it's it was like insanely sweet. The peach one, this frozen peach one I got in front of me, nice little summer treat. Why still very sweet. But not as sweet as that. Like the other one is like neon red, basically. Yeah, I, I had the same issue. I got the you know I got the blue raspberry lemonade mixer. Ooh. I asked for recommendation. They were like, "That's like you know the the regular is the big the big seller." But I like the blue raspberry. I tried it. Same thing. It was just like neon blue, and yeah. 
you know, it, it was like wiper fluid blue, and then it yeah. was just so. It, it, I like blue as a flavor, but it was just so intensely sweet. Um, mm-hmm. It was just too much. I couldn't finish it. I wish I'd gotten the peach one because I saw the peach one. I was like, "Ooh, that looks good," but I'll go with the you know uh, whatever. I didn't want to get more than one drink. Still very very sweet, Wags. I'll, I'll say that it was. It's insanely yeah. sweet, but it's not bad. I it, it it hit the spot. The 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 strawberry lemonade one was just. It just is so artificially fake that I'm like, shouldn't Auntie Anne's lemonade be good? And I, I wish that I yes. got it. I, yeah. I wish I wish I got a regular lemonade to see how the regular one is. But also when I when I was coming into the mall and leaving, there was a woman who who was coming out while I was coming in, and she had like a I think it was a strawberry lemonade. Like there were people who were getting the lemonades left and right. While I was there, there were a ton of people just getting Auntie Anne's. This is a Tuesday yeah. afternoon. It's a Tuesday afternoon at the mall. Uh, you know, like, I guess some schools are out. It's May 25th on the day we're recording this. But, like, um, can I say something that I please didn't know where my story was going to start or stop? But I need to say that when I was at the mall, it was kind of emotional for me because I dropped my son off with his friends at the mall for wow. the first time. And, like, wow, they, they met girls there. Wow. wow. And when I went to the Auntie Anne's, where wow. it was located in that mall was right across from the play station, the, the play area that mm. I took, that he was at as a baby. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh so my it goodness. Was like, it, it was a lot. Of, it was a jam packed. The experience wow. of, so there was that. It was like a lot going on. But the experience of going in the mall, I, I don't care for. Um, yeah. And then I had one more thing to say, just jumping in there. When you mentioned, shouldn't they make lemonade good? They should, that should carry over with the idea of a handcrafted, you want it yeah. to feel like we made this pretzel for you. And then mm-hmm. we're just going to have these like slushy, way too sweet blue drinks. Yeah. Make like a good lemonade to go with mm-hmm. my handcrafted pretzel. Fully agree. I'm going to say for me, it was kind of emotional, too, because I thought back to, like, the time my mom first dropped me off at the mall, and I went to that Auntie Anne's. Uh, I didn't meet any girls. (laughs) I met no girls. I wasn't there with friends. I just went to the Auntie Anne's and had uh, some pretzels. But, you know, there was one thing I was surprised by. So the lemonade, again, yes, too sweet. The peach one was okay. But what I was surprised by, Wags, was my last sweet treat which was the sweet almond pretzel, and that gets my bite of the night. That sweet almond wow. pretzel is great. I'm I never had, that wasn't even an option at mine. Sweet almond pretzel was fantastic. It's 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 it, it, dipping that in the caramel sauce. It's it's like a it's it's, it's 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 a really good pretzel. It's not. I should have gotten it. And it's not super. The pretzel itself is not super sweet. And then when you get a little bit of the caramel on it, it's it's fantastic. If if no one's ever had that sweet. Almond pretzel. That's the that's the way to go, I think. So and then mad. I Mary Lynn, I joined you, but I didn't get hot dog bites. I got two full. I got an original pretzel dog and a jalapeno cheese pretzel dog. And I gotta say, I kind of liked those too. The jalapeno wow. cheese pretzel dogs has like a it's like a pretzel casing and then like covered in cheese and then jalapenos on there. And yeah. the dog the dog tastes the dog tastes pretty good. I think that they use like a some sort of do they use like Coney dogs or something? They, they there's some brand that they have a crossover with. Wags, I don't know. You can look it up. It's a Nathan's hot dog. It's a Nathan's hot dog. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Really? Mine tasted exactly like a Oscar Mayer 
that I had growing up. That's for the full size dogs. I'm not sure okay. on the mini dogs. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Um, I was I was a regular Joey Chestnut in there. Wags taking down a Nathan's dog. Uh, it was it was fantastic. Is that Joey? Yeah. Chestnut? Joey Chestnut is the Nathan's guy, right? Yeah, he's the competitive eater who famously will eat one hot dog. Is the other guy? Is the other guy Kobayashi? Kobayashi? Uh, that sounds right. Okay. Uh, but but uh, I I enjoyed both of the dogs. I liked the plain one better just because there was less going on. Uh, and my mom had a bite of that too. We were dipping it in the cheese sauce. We were having a good time. I thought I thought both of them were pretty decent. But like, do you need any of that shit? Is the answer? Is the question? Well, yes. Do, great, do you need question. all that stuff? I mean, uh, what, what, what? That's the other thing too. Like all, so much of this is like to me the the plain pretzel and the cinnamon and sugar pretzel, and now that almond pretzel, which I, I like. I don't know if you need more than the three, but they were selling them. They were selling everything left and right when I was there. It was a fucking, it was a zoo while I was there yes. on a Tuesday afternoon. I would have liked a pizza bite. I mean, a, mm. a pretzel bite jalapeno with the cheese sauce. I would have, I would have been into that. Yeah. Not an option. Yeah. Well, we should get to our final thoughts on Auntie Anne's. Mm. So Mary Lynn, uh, you've done the podcast before, but just a refresher, we'll each go around, sort of take our turn, giving our closing argument, if you will on this week's chain and end that by giving it a rating from zero to five forks. You are our guest. We'll begin with you. Whoa. Pressure. Wow, man. I'm about to give this hot dog bite. I don't feel good about it, but I'm about to give it four forks. Wow. Forks. Oh my God. Wow. I love it. It was really tasty. I, I like it a lot. I feel like, I like I'm that. about to cry because I don't want to be eating that. I I, <laughs> I don't want to be eating that. <clears throat> I, I don't know if this. Yeah, maybe that's the emotional day that you had as well. That's uh, but I but I love it. I'm I, thinking about it right now. I want to eat it. It is not good for me. Yeah. These are cheap calories. These are terrible calories. It's not good for my idea that I'm going to go plant based. Everything about it is terrible. And it was delicious. And I'm, cool. I would say this, I, I'm actually going to say the same about the uh, cinnamon and sugar bites. I'm going to give them a four fork as well. Wow. wow. The, they were a little bit chewy, like each bite. It's not like it had, you know what I mean? Like I would say ultimately I'd like for it to have like a kind of a crunchy out and then a soft interior. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were sort of uniformly chewy yeah but for for a mall pretzel it was delicious and i didn't want to stop eating them so over, overall you're giving you're going four forks for the restaurant yeah. overall wow yeah. so it sounds like yeah wow. Wow. yeah wow wow great score uh mr slice what do you think well i think auntie ann's pretzels are a lot like my auntie ann who's passed away recently Uh-oh. and that like all right p that like they're not it's not like the most fun when I think about it, Auntie Anne's. Like uh just like my Auntie Anne, not the most fun, but I love them both. You know, I like I love my Auntie Anne and I love Auntie Anne's pretzels. They're uh they've been around for in my life for a while. Which one do I love more? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna reveal that. <laughs> <laughs> reveal it. <laughs> Human or food? Which one do you like more? I'll give it to the I'll give it to the human, but they but but uh you know 
it's it's just something that I'm like. To me, it's not a thing that I'm like going out and craving to get an Auntie Anne's pretzel. Right. But I was blown away for for two reasons. One, when I got there, I was like, "There's no way they're going to get this order right." I ordered so much shit, and I did it on the app, Wags. Which, by the way, the app worked pretty well for me. I couldn't get mine working. Oh, I, my the app worked well for me, and they were they were they were basically getting my order together while there was just a rush of people. So they were like making a pretzel for me and putting it up there, and then like. And then they were making pretzels for other people and like putting the pretzels next to the pretzels that they had for me. I was like, there's no way this order will be right at all. A hundred percent right. Nothing, nothing was wrong. So I give them props for that. That's one thing. And then two, I give them props because there were people coming in and out of there like fucking crazy. How many employees were there? There were about five people working there. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big. That's hopping. Maybe, maybe maybe four, but they were but they, they they were they were they were firing on all cylinders. They did they did a great job. Um I was shocked by just people going in on a Tuesday afternoon around like 12:45 p.m. People just in there getting Auntie Anne's pretzels and and, and yeah. really enjoying it and wags what what could this place do differently that would make they're doing exactly what they want. I think that some of these pretzels are just like I say sometimes, unga pachka wags. There yes. might be just a little too much going on with some of Your these. Thing pre- you say, right? There might there might be going on too, so, 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 like a little too much going on with these pretzels. But people are enjoying it, and the cinnamon and sugar pretzels good, and the plain pretzels good. The only issue I had is that my regular cheese dipping sauce was not that great. But besides that, I don't know. I was gonna go like three point nine 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 forks because I thought that it couldn't be Golden Play Club. But Mary Lynn's score made me think I'm just going to go four forks and give it four forks. Wow, four forks for Auntie Anne's pretzels from the Spoon Man. It's in the Golden Plate Club right now, which it won't be for long. Wags, go ahead with your score. Uh, so I didn't quite order the arsenal that Mitchell did, but I did get uh, you know something from the savory side, some of the sweet side, and a and one of their signature lemonades. I will say that I think the lemonade is kind of frozen in the '90s. It's it's a very mm. very much like an old school approach of we've got this artificially sweetened thing mm. that looks unnatural, as opposed to you know like I don't know how about a strawberry lemonade with some some fresh strawberries to Mitch's mm-hmm. note. So mm. I, I would I would like to see them maybe reform the the lemonade side of the menu. But, you know, then again, maybe if people are buying them, maybe people want their want what they're offering now. All that said, it folds back into the the central thesis of this podcast, which is how is the chain at accomplishing what it's trying to accomplish? Does it meet its goals as a concept? Mm-hmm. This is trying to be a pretzel place. And I agree, Mitch, it's kind of ungapachka how my, the, 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 the bloat of the menu. It's like they have too much stuff going on, but the stuff that they have mm-hmm. – that they that that is it, like you know right in their wheelhouse. It is right down the middle. I think they absolutely nail. Wow. And that original pretzel with the hot salsa cheese dip was so good. Mm. It was so delightful. Mm. It scratched that. It, sometimes that is exactly the thing I'm craving, and I know I can get it from Auntie Anne's. Ditto the cinnamon sugar pretzel nuggets. I'd get those less frequently just because they're so nutritionally abhorrent. Uh, but those are also great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the Golden Plate Club. Wow. Auntie Anne's pretzels, four forks. <laughs> I'm shocked. How do I go any lower? Wow. I'm shocked. I'm shocked. Great. I'm shocked. I got to ask yeah. you guys, what part of the pretzel do you like the, the most? I've said this before, but I like the heart, the center of the pretzel that where it twists. I like that right. heart of the pretzel. Oh. oh, 
Do you know what I'm saying? Like the middle, the the like the, the very middle where I thought the, you meant the inside. Oh no! The, the, well, the, the, I'll show you right here. I like, like the knot. I yes, yes, the knot. I like this right yeah. here. This, Ooh, Ooh I would go for the end where where the the very end, the little nub. Oh, all right. The nubs Not, are good. The nubs like are good. Yeah, with the with the baked outside. I want that mm -hmm. harder yep. outside. I like the softness. I like the softness a little bit. I like like the shoulder strap, like the, the big, like the big arcing part. Yeah, the McDonald's. Guys, we could share a pretzel and we each could. have the parts that we like. <laughs> wow, it's perfect! It's a date. When Mitch is back in LA, we'll get together. We'll share a pretzel, and we'll be right back with more Doughboys. Wags, unlike Mary Lynn's son, I feel like we won't be meeting any girls. I think Mary Lynn's going to bail on us, <laughs> and we'll be sharing. We'll be sharing a pretzel. I right want it. I want it right now, guys. I will go. <laughs> Mitch, listeners, did you know learning actually makes a sound? It's true. Listen to this. That's the sound of you learning a new language with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. And Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Wow. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Mitch, you know what I love about Babbel is the courses are convenient. They help me learn real-life conversation skills in my chosen language, Spanish. Makes it easier to order food, ask mm. for directions, speak to people here in Los Angeles uh, without having to consult language apps uh, while you're on the go. Well, Wags, studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. And you don't want to go anywhere near a college campus these days with all those protests. No, thanks. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Wags, <laughs> and all those protesters out there... Here's a special <laughs> limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at Babbel.com slash Doughboys. Get up to 60% off at Babbel.com slash Doughboys, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash Doughboys. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back to Doughboys. We are here with Marilyn Rice Cub. It's time for a segment. You know, time travel figures heavily in the plot of The Tomorrow War. And in that hmm. spirit, Mitch has a foodstuff from the past to see if it holds up in our present. It's Snack to the Future. Wow. Got to go snack in time. Gotta go snack in time gotta go snack in time snack in time okay now, so now wags 
Yeah. He, he, I got a, I got a, I got a little reveal for you. Mm-hmm. Well, one thing you, you surprised us because you know, snack to the future. You think that you're gonna do uh snack in time balloon or whatever. You know, you're that you're gonna. Oh do the, yeah. Yeah, but here's the other thing is that I know that you were playing the Terminator theme song, the 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 music from the Terminator. Only because I saw the video you shared, but there was a little button you didn't push, which was the oh, share. Oh, didn't share the audio. You, the share audio button. Got it. So yeah, we so got an, a weird experience for you. We got an acapella version of you singing that song, which was <laughs> terrifying in many ways. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you won't hear that on the podcast. Emma will put the music under the song for under your under your singing voice there. But for us, it was horrifying. Maryland, you Did agree? I- it was scary, yeah. It was scary. <laughs> All right, no taken. Uh, but Mitch, the historical snack you have is something that got brack, uh, got brought back from the dead in 2020 mm-hmm. via right. 7-Eleven. It was at first an exclusive Ooh. arrangement. Now it's available other places. Dunkaroos. Dunkaroos debuted in 1999. I'm Ni- sorry. 1999? Dunkaroos debuted, debuted in 1990, excuse me. The original mascot go. was Sydney. A caricature of modern Australian culture who wore a hat, vest, and tie and spoke with an Australian accent and was voiced by John Cameron Mitchell of Hedwig and the Angry Inch. Wow. How about that for casting? Discontinued in 2012. Wow. Um, 2012. That's a long run. Yeah, that's a good run. run. Something I've never heard of. You've never heard of these? No. Dungaroos were were big when I I was – this was – this was – an elementary school snack. I, I got these packed in my lunch at one point. Right. Dunk, Dunkaroos, n- 1990. If you looked in my brown paper bag or whatever lunchbox, my Jeffrey Epstein lunchbox that I brought to school, uh, there would be a bologna Jeffrey sandwich. Epstein? Yeah, I was a fan. Uh, and there there would be a uh, bologna sandwich. <laughs> uh, there would be a bologna. Uh, then, uh, you know what? My Jay Leno lunchbox was. There you go. And then you'd open it and say, enjoy your lunch. Um, <laughs> but uh, I would have a bologna sandwich, probably some Dunkaroos, a very healthy lunch. I'm going to um, what I don't even know what a Dunkaroo is, and I don't like it. I don't like the sound of it. I don't like the way it appears. It looks to be some kind of a plastic peel back thing. It's a yes. plastic. They're, they're, they're a bit like handy snacks. I know you'll know handy snacks. Great description. The red bar that you put the cheese on the cracker. Yes. So okay. these these are these are like this these are like cookies with with cream frosting. Oh, these are like wow. the and you know what I as a kid I don't even think I loved these that much. I think I think they used to be the 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 cookies used to be in a kangaroo shape, but they were like something that I tried for a while and I I'm mean, I sure I loved them, but I liked handy snacks better. Like I know that that's a fact. Looking back, well, like yeah, handy the handy snacks. Handy snacks are better. I remember liking Dunkaroos. I, I remember, yeah, portmanteau of uh, portmanteau of kangaroo and and dunk. And I think, and the I remember them being kangaroo shaped cookies. I'm not sure if that's still the case. I'm not sure if that's a real memory or not. And this could be a Mandela effect. And I remember they had like a vanilla frosting and a chocolate frosting. And most kids mm. opted for the chocolate, but man, I I went with that vanilla. Wow. Well, I gotta say this. I just mm-hmm. I, I'm just I'm just peeling it back now. There's now they're boring. Circle cookies with a D on them is is a uh, oh, is, is what they is what they are now and I and and look I know that you said that we shouldn't Maryland I know that we already did so many we went we went we went we went we went we went a little jizz crazy earlier on in the episode <laughs> sure but I just want you to look at this at this look at that wow it's jizzy jizz crazy is back uh, jizz crazy <laughs> this is. <laughs> 
It looks like clown jizz because there's little fun sprinkles within I this fuck. I hate that. It's Can I just Christ. say, I hated it before you, I hated it by the name. I hated it by the look. And I hate it now that you've peeled it back and I see what's in there. It is, the the the, the dipping sauce looks fucking, it looks bad. The, the dipping it's sauce like looks when really you bad. opened it, it looked like it had already, it wasn't a straight, it looks like, yes. ew. Okay, so that's an automated and they just went... And it yes. didn't, it's not flat. Looks it's gross. just like looks a gnarly. squirt, a jizz squirt. Yeah, it, it truly looks like a like a jizzy squirt. Uh, I don't know what kind of magical creature would put these little fun colors in there, have it in their jizz, but it, this is that is what it looks like. I'm not sure how it will taste, but I don't want, it's not appetizing. I don't want to eat it, really. Uh, <laughs> but I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try one right now. Here we go. Here's one on a little cookie. Here we go, Wags. I'm realizing I'm misremembering this quite a bit because I'm looking at some vintage packaging and I, I, it is like a birthday frosting, right? That, mm-hmm. that you compared to, to clown ejaculate. It's like a, it's got sprinkles <laughs> in it. And that seems mm-hmm. like that was the case in the nineties as well. What is the cookie? Like a shortbread? It's so on the package, it says vanilla. It says okay. vanilla, vanilla cookies with vanilla frosting with rainbow sprinkles. That's oh, okay. So, okay. Emma, you have tried these recently, right? Yeah, I had them a few weeks ago. And your thoughts were that they were bad. They just did not hold up to my memory. I don't know if that's nostalgia affecting it or not, but yeah, it was uh, not. I don't. I didn't even finish the package. I was like, this is not worth it. Man, I also remember bummer. the cookies Whoa. being bigger. I thought they were okay, in kangaroo so, shapes. Like, yeah, I thought, they I thought actually- it was like the handy snacks where you had like a few layered, like bigger cookies, not just this like bucket of little circles. Yes. When I when I looked up some images of vintage Dunkaroos, that does appear that, to be the case. Our memories okay. are not false there. It is a it is a longer, thinner kangaroo, uh, loosely kangaroo shaped cookie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you could like make a little cookie sandwich with your frosting if you wanted to. But those little cookies Ooh. were like. And half of them were broken and dusted, like turned into yeah. dust. Ooh, dusty now, cookies. I'll say, <laughs> I'll say this. A 1990 me was probably excited about these, and when I saw this, when I saw this, you know, the the the, the what, what we are now calling that jizzy uh, frosting, I mm-hmm. the the clown ejaculate frosting. I I thought there's there. It's not going to taste. It's not going to taste jizzy. It's going to taste pretty good. I'm sure. But you'd be surprised how jizzy it does actually taste. Oh, no. And you're an expert at jizz taste, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You'd be surprised by how not great the frosting is. It is. Uh, What a bummer. But it's it's also, of course, it's frosting and it's sweet, but it just is not. It gives you a little bit of that birthday cake flavor, Wags, which I know you like the the kind of. Yeah, I love birthday flavor. Birthday flavor. But I don't I do not like the consistency of it. No, I don't it's like the bad. Look of it, it's just not that good. God, it's like something there's no, there's no way I would ever buy that to feed to a child. There mm-hmm. are so many things that taste better that are not that. <laughs> you know what, Wags? Mm-hmm. Maybe my dad was right back then. I had to be a man, and I had to get that fucking spicy brown mustard in my in, down my throat because, <laughs> by comparison, this shit, this this sucks. I should hey Wags, when I became a man, I put away childish things. Mm. Corinthians. Uh <laughs> Corinthians, book three, chapter 36. Um, I don't know if that's the right 
I don't know if that's right anything. But this might be like a little over the top and obvious because mm-hmm. I know if the the concept is to have like a cookie experience and Emma when you described it as a child as like actually building your own cookie that sounds kind of fun. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to go out of your way to like buy a trashy snack, why not just get a Snickers, get something right. yeah. that is like go. a real candy bar like a mm-hmm. that you know that you're going to get the flavor and the quality exactly i mess around with this bullshit well they're clearly for kids like the whole concept is like the packed up little contained thing that you can send in a lunchbox or whatever and there are so many better options for like you can get little individually packed things of oreos and stuff that i would much rather get get an oreo get a little tiny bag of oreos exactly like my son there have been times it's been only a couple times in his life really those little like liquid wax like get something that's so ridiculous right or like next to the ring pop sometimes there's those little plastic things that just have like liquid chemical sugar <laughs> that you're supposed to like just drink I mean, like <laughs> that's that's that to me is maybe a better option this i i you I know, think, like if you're gonna go go disgusting don't try to get right. something that claims to be mm. cookie like yeah because then you can just get an oreo i'm i'm actually uh irate about this all <laughs> <laughs> well i gotta say this that i i also don't know if these are marketed specifically towards kids or if this is kind of like nostalgia is cool I think you're right I think this is a hipstery. Yeah, someone, someone, uh, you get these. You, 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 you take your scarf okay. off your neck, and you, and then, and then you scarf down. Why? Because I think that's what it is. Yeah, scarf off, scarf down, and it doesn't work. If you're, if you're trying to feed off the whole nostalgia thing, why wouldn't you make it the same as it was in the '90s? Because the people who are gonna mm. buy it are looking for that kangaroo-shaped cookie and the. I'm sorry. You know Emma. what I mean. Well, yeah. that's the core miscalculation, and th- and that made that leads me to believe that they are just like we we know people are going to buy one of these out of curiosity. This will right. be a limited release. We'll get people. Right. We'll 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 hook or we'll 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 uh, what was I trying to say? Hook line we'll, and sink. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get these guys hook line and sinker. I just said we'll hooker for some reason. I was like, that's not a thing you say. <laughs> we'll get Sounds- these guys hook like and sinker. They, they, hook line and sinker. These rubes will fool them. There's a sucker born every minute, and they're gonna buy our Dunkaroos. These scarf, these scarf wrapped fools. Wags. Yeah. Will Hooker sounds like a cool dude. That does sound <laughs> like a cool is. dude. Will Hooker, he's fun to hang out with. Yeah, Will Hooker's <laughs> Saturday night. I was meeting, meeting him in the city. We're getting with Little Hooker. <laughs> gonna go to the pool hall. He should. He should. He should co-host this podcast. Now, here's my last thought, Wags. Yes. Do what? What's the deal here? Do we send the Terminator back to kill this, or do we have it erased like Marty McFly's family when, when they start mm. to sing, start to disappear? What do we do? I don't think we want it to never like have existed. I think we mm. want our memory to. I I think we want it to be like a. It's like a um uh, what was the Terminator everyone hated the Christian Bale one? Oh yeah, Terminator Genesis. Uh, there was the one before Genesis. Hmm. Salvation, maybe. Oh, salvation. Okay, yeah. yeah. Terminator Salvation. We want it to. It's like a Terminator Salvation. We want Salvation to like have never come out. You know what I mean? Okay, like, yeah. We want the original Terminator to exist, but we don't want Salvation to be there. It's the Biff timeline. We just want to. We just want to erase timeline. the Biff timeline. All right. Yeah. Well, let's get. In, uh, that's what I vote. Erase the Biff wow. timeline. Erase. The, we don't need the new version of these. Yeah. Let's just let's. It's better to think about these things in the past than to taste this fucking 
the the clown ejaculate fucking shitty version <laughs> of this. An unnecessary reboot, mm-hmm. if you will. Like sometimes that happens with you know this is a this show that was on for a while and they they're like oh it's coming back and then it comes back and it's like meh it was all it was fine. Why well, ju- yeah. just like the Tomorrow War? Let's get some original properties out there. Huh? There you go, mm-hmm. more original IP. And hey, another reason to be excited for your upcoming film. By the way, Mitch, when you're talking about taking someone's scarf, like taking your scarf off, I mm-hmm. thought you were going to be like, and then your head rolls off. Is that what <laughs> was keeping your keeping it attached to your body? Wow. Yeah. Is that a, is that like an old story? Is that like a Edgar Allan Poe? Is that a Poe? Yeah. Is that yeah? That's a Poe. Sounds like it. I think it's a scary. Wow. I remember it being from like scary stories to tell in the dark. That's what I thought it like was. That. Yeah. That's yeah. what I thought it was. You know, it scared the shit out of me. Still does. Hey, that was, uh, by the way, I tried to get those. I went to my 7-Eleven. They didn't have the Dunkaroos. And they also seemed flummoxed at the very idea of them. So, oh, my God. What did you get instead? Did you get a Slurpee or anything? I got a big Perrier. Oh, that's good. Trying to, trying to cut down on the cows, the necessary yeah, cows. Sense. Hey, that was Snack to the Future. Just like a restaurant, we value your feedback. Let's open up the feedback. And we have a voicemail today. Let's take a listen. Hi, Doughboys. This is Chase in Springfield, Missouri. I just was curious if there is a food hill that you guys are willing to die on as far as surprisingly good. I'd argue that my workplace cafeteria makes a better chicken sandwich than Wendy's or Popeye's. No one believes me. Are there any takes that you guys have that people just flat out refuse to believe? Thanks. Happy eating. Well, I feel like that's what this whole podcast is, isn't it? Yes. Just be us being angry about stuff and people saying we're wrong and we're still just mad and say we're right. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I mean, that's just, just a series of hills we die on. But I, I think he's talking specifically about like, here's like a take you have that maybe no one else has or that you think is like, it's not like. Oh, I think uh, I think All KFC's right. chicken sandwich is better than Popeyes. Like that's like a that's a hot take, but that's not like a a one unique to you. Do you want me to tell you the hill I'm most likely to actually die on? Uh yes, please. Is an actual hill. <laughs> <laughs> Walking up Mary a hill Lynn is shaking her head. <laughs> Walking up it. It makes sense. <laughs> it makes the most sense. I think that's. I'd walk up a hill, my heart would give out, and I'd die on the hill. Falling down a hill. Or I could fall oh, down a hill. Go. That's ter- you know, I live on a hill here in Quincy Wag, so That's right. It's very it's it's likely to happen. I'll probably die here at some point in oh, my life. No. God, that's grim. Oh, I like it. I want to die in this I want to die and then live here eternally. That would be the dream come true. Um, you want to haunt your childhood home? I want I wanna I wanna buy I wanna do something where I can buy this house forever so no one else lives in it. And my spirit, and you know what? Just let my body decompose in it. Just let my body stay down in the basement, and that, and then I'm here forever. I, that's that's the dream. Who doesn't love their childhood home? Mitch, we were talking childhood, or we were talking high concept movies earlier. I think you just hit on one. Wow. Ghost neighbor. A wow. guy, a guy buys yeah. his house indefinitely after his death. Like it's in his will. He owns the property for all time, and he just mm-hmm. his ghost just lives there, I and he's it. just like part of the neighborhood. Yeah, and then yeah. And like the other neighbors, like you got to mow your lawn or something. There could be some fun to be had there. He can't do it because he's what's a ghost. The conflict sounds like a, <laughs> <laughs> just sounds like an easy fun time. Why yeah, is it, I'd like that. 
Two of the movies you've pitched that you are sincerely think are good is this one and then Ghost Zoo. You also Ghost Zoo is a home run. Mm. Ghost Zoo is a slam dunk. It's a it's a family movie where kids are trapped there after dark, and it's haunted by it's a it's an abandoned zoo that's haunted by dead animals, and all their oh spirits God. are there, and it's spooky as shit. Yes, kids love the idea of dead animals. <laughs> well, you don't say dead. You say like ghost animals. Okay, all right, all right, sure. Uh, a hill. I'm, I mean, a hill that we die on all the time is that we think the Wendy's spicy chicken sandwich is the best chicken sandwich. That's obviously a big one. I hear. I think. I think I got one, Mitch. I think I, this. Mm-hmm. This kind of fits the criteria. Mm-hmm. You know, what's a pretty good burger. A Let's vending machine microwaved burger. Wow. Oh Sometimes God. that is not bad, even wow. though it's a disgusting like meat sponge and it's mm-hmm. it's way too damp and has the wrong texture. It just sometimes it is it is kind of delicious. Hey, why? Wow. You know what? I'll take it that one step further. Mm-hmm. I I agree with that. I'll die on that hill with you, and I'll say this. That the White Castle microwavable cheeseburgers are better than the White Castle burgers themselves. There you wow. go. I like that. That's a hill I'm willing to die on. Here's one. String cheese? Stop peeling it. Just eat it. Just eat the damn thing. I don't like that at all, actually. That makes me mad. Well, that, that that's a hill I'm going to die on. Marilyn, just with, bite uh, into that peel, bad boy. Peel. Eat, eat other cheese if you don't want to peel string cheese. Eat other cheese. You I agree with that. I, I want to bite it. I want to chomp it. Marilyn, do you have a do you have a food opinion that you're willing to die to to die on a hill for? Do you have something that a strong opinion? I mean, not really. I wasn't really prepared for that question. I know. I will. I can say that I've tried to make. Um, this isn't that exciting, but I had this experience. I enjoy it. I hope that you enjoy me telling you. I've tried to make French fries mm. multiple times at mm. home in the oven. And it's like I forgot about tater tots. And then I got tater tots mm. and I was like, why would I ever try to make homemade french fries again? Wow. Yeah. The tater tot, you got to get it real crispy. It takes way longer than you think it would. Mm-hmm. It takes longer than other, you know, I have to say there are there are staples that I feed my son. I don't want to say like I'm not proud of it. It's just, it's just this is what's happening. He'll have... <laughs> Like, I'll make a healthy meal and he, you know, he wants like taquitos or there's a miniature tacos from Trader Joe's. Mm -hmm. The tater tots will take double the time of a taquito. Wow. And I accidentally overcooked a taquito and I had to try it to see like if it was even edible. Mm -hmm. And it was like the most delicious thing I've ever tasted. (laughs) It was an overcooked frozen taquito. Wow. And I was shocked because I was like, I don't eat this stuff and i it was fantastic i have a hill i'm willing to die on cheese pizza is the best version of pizza i like it mm-hmm. that's i'm willing okay. i'm willing to die on that hill i don't agree with it but i like the take i'll defend to the death you're right to say also, same, same. We, for, for, when it comes to the boy doughboys nick and i are just willing to die period there's nothing <laughs> <laughs> don't need anything else yeah, to death die. today. Yeah, yeah sorry. Here, here's a hill I'm will, willing to die on. Uh, rice is dessert. Oh, no, oh, they're <laughs> killing me. Oh, God. <laughs> and you know what, Wags? Yeah. Mango sticky rice is dessert. Yum. Mango sticky rice Yum. is dessert. And you know what? A mm-hmm. damn good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, let us know your uh, let us know your food takes you're willing to die on. Hashtag. Um, mm, this is going to be good. Hashtag hill to fry on. Wow. <laughs> and if you have a question or comment about a the plus. World of Chain Restaurant. 
You can email us at doughboyspodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail 830-GO-DOW. That's 830-463-6844. And to get the Doughboys double our weekly bonus episode, you can join the Golden or Platinum Plate Club at patreon.com slash doughboys. Marilyn Ricegub, uh, such an absolute delight to have you on the show. Thank you so much for making time for us. Uh, the Tomorrow War is on Amazon Prime, July 2nd. Tell, you can tell, tell us about the movie and anything else you'd like to promote. Oh, boy. I'm super excited for the movie. I did a comedy special in my garage. Yeah, that's I'm doing a lot of stand up around town. Follow me on social. Follow my uh, story of my divorce on TikTok. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> um, I'm just excited for the Tomorrow War. I, I, me too. Long time coming. Tomorrow, Tomorrow War Month is going to keep rolling rolling along, Wags. I know not not official Tomorrow War Month. Right. Amazon still wants us to do it. But it's they were not getting paid. Sounds about right. But that's good. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. Tomorrow yeah, I mean, or a month. People should people should be excited to to see the both of you in this movie. It's it's gonna be rad. July. It's 2nd a lot of fun. July on Amazon 2nd. Prime. Check it out. And uh, and Mary Lynn, your special is uh, live from the pandemic. You can you can find that. It's linked in the in your bio on your socials. That's on Vimeo. Yes. Check that out. And we hey, did Earth. We did Earth to Ned month. Well, it wasn't officially Earth the Ned month. That's we didn't get money trash. from Disney Plus. <laughs> By the way, we this was a Earth the Ned, the Disney Plus show I wrote on that we had some guests on the the show for. And I was like, uh, I, we were talking, and I was like, hey, you gave me all that shit for Earth the Ned month, remember? And then you were like, no, that no, that wasn't me. That was Susser. And then we looked it up in our text, and Susser was like, what's with all this Earth the Ned shit? <laughs> like, Susser was like being a complete asshole about it. <laughs> Yeah, let's kick his ass when we see him next in person. He's our mediator, and we love him. Hey, that'll do it for this episode of Doughboys. Until next time, for Mr. Slice, Mike Mitchell, I'm Nick Weiger. Happy eating. See ya. Want more Doughboys? Check out the Doughscored, our Discord server. You get Doughscored access plus the Doughboys double when you join the Platinum Plate Club at patreon.com slash doughboys. That's patreon.com slash doughboys. Want to see the sources for this week's intro? Check the episode description. That was a HeadGum Podcast.